Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications Connect to more. Well done, Reese. If that doesn't make you smile on your Tuesday, I don't know what will. It is Nuanez now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide SWX Montana Television. We're back in the routine. I know we got, we probably threw some of you off yesterday. Riley was a busy guy. He just got uh, he had uh, some volleyball to cover, all these different things. But he's back in the studio like he always is on Mondays and Tuesdays. Riley Corcoran joining joining me, Colter Duanas. And uh, if you want to listen to us live, it's easy. 1029ESPN.com. Just click on the Listen Live tab. There you find the stream. The stream is presented by Opportunity Bank of Montana. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you want to give us a call, it's easy as well. 361-3688. 361-3688. You can also text us too. Got a little tease for you. Got a little tagliary sandwich that we are going to enjoy here in about, oh, I don't know, 45 minutes. At least we waited this time. Remember last right, show, last right. week we had to eat it early because we needed kind of a pick-me-up. <laughs> so right. we're sa- we saved it till 4. I felt good about that. <laughs> that's even. right. That's right. Self-discipline. But uh, we'll have that for you in about 45 minutes. But big show today. We're going to dive back into the Montana basketball hour because we got a bunch of Montana Football yesterday from Ty Gregorak. We also touched a little bit on the Bobcats sweeping the Lady Grizz in women's basketball. We got a bunch of hoops talk today. Really happy about this as well. Montana Basketball Hour proudly presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank. There's a bunch of Stockman Banks in Missoula. If you haven't noticed, they're building some of the most beautiful facilities in the entire state. And they're a great place to do business with, I can tell you from personal experience. So we're happy to have them on board so we'll do a montana basketball hour round two usually it's going to happen on mondays but we're doing it right here on tuesdays so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the rivalry games from over the weekend but also we can give, give you a breakdown 
of the entire Big Sky Conference. Where are we at? We're about to the halfway point. It would technically be a little bit over the halfway point if we wouldn't have had some cancellations, but most teams have played 8-10 to 10 games here. So we're giving an evaluation of the men's league in the Big Sky Conference. About 4.30, Randy Ray is going to join us. He is longtime head coach for the Weber State Wildcats, a four-time Big Sky Conference Coach of the Year, the winningest coach in the history of the league. He is Weber State Wildcats. They host Montana State this weekend. So we have a whole bunch of Big Sky coaches coming on the show this week. Barrett Peary from Portland State will come on on Thursday. Montana travels to Portland State this weekend. We'll also hear from uh, Travis DeCure as well as Cam Parker from the Montana side of things. Um, and we'll have a whole bunch of other basketball coverage for you as well. Danny Sprinkle, of course, making his weekly appearance as well, head coach of the Montana State Bobcats. We're going to talk some Super Bowl, of course. It also is a Tuesday, so that means we're going to have Justin Angle, the business angle. We have a lot to talk about with Justin. We're going to be talking GameStop Jeez. and the craziness that is happening oh on the gosh. stock market. Robin Hood, the common man, the diamond fingers, and all of the above. But, of course, we got to talk Super Bowl ads and uh, a variety of other things. And then, of course, like we do every Tuesday, we also have our Treasure State All-Stars uh, highlighting some of the best performances from around um, amateur athletics in the state of Montana. And it's also, we have a lot of stuff that happens on Tuesdays. It's the first Tuesday of the month, so that means we're going to have a little youth sports segment as well. Good friend Carolyn's going to stop by just give us a quick update on what's going on up at Discovery. They're doing a big fundraiser for the Discovery t- Ski Team, so a good cause, and we'll get you some more info on how you can contribute. Riley, you're back. It's been a weird uh, little while since you've been sitting in the chair. We were prepping and uh, hyping up a rivalry weekend that... Uh, Oops, it didn't happen. Yeah, I, I thought about that in hindsight. I'm like, well, you know what? It was great that I went on Monday, Tuesday, because no that kidding. was the only basketball breakdown from the men's side of things before everything went haywire on Wednesday. The good news is the team back going again. So much to cover, and I know this because we, we were talking last night about the show today, and it just feels like two hours isn't going to be enough. We have so much to cover. Great guest on, and I was really intrigued by Ty Gregrak yesterday. I was listening as I was going from place to place and uh, eventually following to... Grizz Volleyball against Weber State. But interesting points that Ty can make, obviously in a a unique spot where he's the only guy that can kind of speak to both sides of it. And I thought that his point about the staff, no one's talking about the current staff right now at Montana State. That, to me, really hit home and is really put brings the human element into it where everyone can talk about Jeff Choate and talking about the next guy coming in. Well, what about all those hundreds of people, if you talk about the family, immediate family, kids that are affected by it? So Ty was great. It was really intriguing. You guys had an insightful conversation. So glad to be back in it and I know we have so much to get to uh, and a lot of basketball talk because we are now on the second half of Big Sky Play believe it or not we broke down the entire schedules which we'll give to you but it's kind of fascinating that we can we're to the point where we can maybe make an educated guess on who should win the league based off schedules everything in between if you want to check out that Ty Gregorak interview it's easy just go on any of your podcast platforms just find Nuanas now rate, review, subscribe I know a lot of you already are uh, but you can also just go 1029ESPN.com as well. Click on the podcast tab, and you can find it there as well. But Coach Ty, always a pleasure to have him on. And uh, he provided great insight. You're right. I mean, I think that the ins and outs of everything that was going on in Bozeman, I think he he shed some light on some stuff that maybe we hadn't covered. So it was really good to have him. Let's dive into it. It's the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. 
So while you weren't calling games over the weekend, <laughs> did you get a chance to watch the women's games? I did. I, I went uh, to the Saturday game, watched the Thursday one on... Oh, you were there on Saturday? I was there. I oh, was there. Yeah. It's so funny because we have to go sit in our own little corners and you don't even get to talk to anybody. Trust me, I was in my own corner too, sitting up I there. I felt bad because I broke the rules and I got in trouble because I was talking to Bill Speltz. I haven't seen him. I used to work with him in Missoula and I haven't seen him in like a year and a half. Hi, Bill. How you doing? They're like, no, go in your other place over here. I'm like, okay, I'm going. Go in your penalty box That's up right. there. That's I was right. I was up in the corner at the the cheap seat, so to speak, at Dahlberg on Saturday. Thursday's game, wow. I mean, what more can you say about the impressive performance from Montana State? I, I think that that was a total dominating effort. I mean, that was pretty obvious to see, not really hard-hitting analysis. Saturday provided a little bit more of a, a good ledger of kind of where both teams are at. I yep. would say that, that you could obviously tell the team that kind of – has the program in place right now with For what sure. Montana State has done. And, and you have to give a lot of credit to Trisha Binford. I think a lot of people will probably want to take the angle of, oh, boy, where are the Lady Grizz at? I kind of saw it from the other dis- perspective. is more of, boy, Montana State's kind of turned the corner here. Well, and, no question. And, I mean, they've turned the corner big time. I mean, they've won three of the last five Big Sky Championships. I meant for this year. But no, no question. Sure. And, but in the scope of this season yeah. now, that two-point loss at Portland State two weekends ago, They've undefeated since then. It, and, I mean, they smacked NAU two weekends in a row, and then they smacked the Lady Grizz with a larger margin of victory than they've ever had in the rivalry. And then they take a spirited effort from the Lady Grizz, and they hold them off. They were able to answer every punch that the Lady Grizz every, had. Because the Lady Grizz punch. were ready for Saturday, it seemed like. But Montana State, that young core, and you have to, you can't give enough. I mean, Trisha Benford, what she has done in that staff yep. this year alone to see where they started, kind of it's Darian White and then who else is going to show up. Exactly. Now they've got a team in place. And so my biggest takeaway, especially Saturday leaving because it was more of a competitive game, was more about how Montana State's taking the next leap. And although... It's maybe a reality check a little bit for the Lady Grizz, but I still think in the broad scope of it, and you could give uh, another analysis on this, but I still think the Lady Grizz are top half of the league. Oh, for but sure. But maybe the, the top three have separated. Idaho right, State, Idaho, so. and Montana State are in a different tier, and that was my main takeaway. I, I think it was uh, Brian Fish that used to always say, former Montana State head men's basketball coach, he used to always say, one of the simplest, yes, hardest to find things in all of college basketball is a player you can just throw the ball to, and they can get you a bucket at the rim whenever they want. And that's why I think the Lady Grizz are okay, because they got one. Carmen G. Filler's buckets. I mean, she she scores the ball. She scores the the heck out of the ball. And so I think that that Lady Grizz will be good. They'll be just fine moving forward. But I agree with you. Your analysis is spot on. The Bobcat women, they got it flat rolling. It's not just a one-star system. And the thing that's been so – and Trisha Benford said this. I asked her at the post-game press conference. I said, for you – in your 16th year as a head coach, this must be so fun for you to coach this team that has six freshmen on it because they literally get noticeably better every week. And uh, now, I mean, they're going to be a really scary team if they continue that that upward momentum because here they are, 6-2 and two in league. They're all alone in third place. No one's going to want to play them in, in Boise because Idaho State and Idaho are already going to have the expectations. Montana, sure. this is supposed to be a rebuilding year. Right. And, and they are firmly in the top three right now. And to go back on Benford, too, it, it is Cool to see because eight years ago, it was kind of wavering, right? right? I mean, it's where you can't enjoy the process of seeing freshmen and sophomores evolve because you're wondering if you're going to be able to coach them when they're seniors, okay? And now it's different where the program is built. It's established. You can bring in a freshman, sophomore core. You're going to get the breathing room. She's earned that. And uh, I can't say enough good things because they have turned the corner as well. And I still think, though, you saw two of the top four or five teams in the Big Sky Conference over the weekend. 
This is Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Let's dive in to some around the big sky and the men's side of things. First of all, uh, the Grizz not getting to play the rivalry games is not great, but they haven't played a game now. Oh, let's do the math. It'll be 11 days by the time Thursday rolls around. Is there any silver lining there, though? I mean, did they get to iron anything out in practice or there's a chance to get some fresh legs? I mean, I guess you don't have to worry about tired legs at this point because you've only played half the games you normally play anyways. I I think it was a good maybe mental regroup, right, because you're going through the grind. And don't kid yourself. Everyone in that locker room knows the expectations of what Montana basketball needs to be. And they they see the record. You are what your record is. You're three and five. They grind it. And we know the mental grind that comes from playing under Coach DeCure, right? I mean, every day you are going to be challenged. You are going to be, be brought to the the next level. Right? I'm, I'm laughing because I pre-recorded my interview with Cam Parker because you guys are obviously hitting the road <laughs> right. uh, for the games on Thursday. But we'll play Cam Parker, uh, junior guard for Montana. But I asked him, I said, what was it like for you who's a, you know, kind of an on-ball scoring or I guess distributing point guard who can also score the ball but's never really expected to be a full-on defensive type player? What was it like for you when you first got to the program? And he said, I'll be honest with you, man. He said, I thought the coaches hated me. He said, then I realized that that's just how they are. He said, then I had to I had to realize that Travis, that Coach DeCure is just hard on everybody. And it's not that they hate me. They're just really hard on everybody. But it, it is. It, it is an acclimation process to get used to the demands they put on the players in practice. That is funny, especially going back to Cam Parker, too, because he was challenged. And that's the word I would use maybe more is the coaching staff challenges these guys. They have competition. It's heated every day in practice. It's really fun to watch from my perspective. But, yeah, for the players, it's a grind. And the best compliment you can give Cam Parker, we talked about him on the show after Sac State. He's kind of the X factor. He's the one that's improved. He's actually going home this weekend. He's a Beaverton or Oregon product, the only Oregon product on the Grizzly roster. But Coach Secure said he's the most improved player on the entire team. So sure. back to your question, though, about just getting that mental reset. Yes, I, the team really couldn't practice until Sunday. So as far as maybe fine-tuning some things, Travis Secure was not pleased with that because there was some rust on Sunday and Monday, of course. But I do think from a mental side of things, it's more of, all right, guys, here we go. Now it's the push. You got 10 games left in the regular season. Let's go on a streak. Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide SWX Montana Television. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me. Coulter Nuana is right here in studio. And for those that have been uh, that have missed it or didn't get the memo, every week I do a segment with the Big Sky Conference called This Week in Big Sky Basketball. Uh, we've been doing it on Zoom. Thank God I finally got my haircut and my beard trimmed so that it was not sticking out of the, the Zoom picture. But regardless, I record with Denise Thompson every Week And one question she always asks me, or that she has lately, is who's maybe an emerging dark horse in the league? And I, I said today, the most interesting answer that I could give you is an answer that I've never given to this question before. On the men's side, the dark horse is Montana. Because Montana is sitting... Uh, in what third to last place? Ninth. How many teams are in the Big Sky now? So they're ninth. Eleven. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't get it all straight with who's <laughs> opted out, whatever. So they're third to last or ninth, whichever way you want to spin it. Sit there at three and five in league play. Only Portland State at two and four, who they play this weekend, and Idaho at zero oh and ten are behind Montana. But that said, I'm not sitting here ready to sell on the Grizz whatsoever. So when I think that who's the dark horse, I mean who's the team that could come from the bottom half of the standings at the midpoint of the season? and get themselves a bye or even get themselves uh, into the semifinals or finals of the tournament, it's absolutely Montana. Without a question. And I think what's so amazing about this in the conference standings this year is that, and we're going to get into it as far as how many teams have had games canceled, what the remaining schedules are, everything in between. 
But right now, the maybe the biggest piece, Coulter, teams four through ten are only two games apart. So what that tells me is on a given weekend, sure, a couple results have to fall. You could rise up so many spots in the standings. And I think that this weekend, a great example of that. So as of right now, sure, I would say Montana is a dark horse sitting at ninth. But I think that Montana-Portland State game games this weekend, if one of those two teams can sweep, that's your answer. And I think Portland State, even in that regard too, because those two are sitting at ninth and 10th right now. Um, I think that We've seen a little separation, right? Montana State, if I had to do a power rankings right now, the teams right now that to me would get a bye. Montana State, Southern Utah, Eastern Washington, Weber State, and then I would say Montana. Or if someone can sweep the Montana-Portland State series, that's probably your five. But the four that mentioned before that, they kind of separated maybe a little bit. I mean, is that a a fair assessment by your standards? Because I'm with you on Montana being a dark horse and probably getting written off at least for a little bit right now. And so... Hard to analyze the league, too, because you have invariable numbers of games played, games canceled, all that stuff. But you did a great job breaking down the schedule. So every team in the league has had at least four games canceled, with the exception of Northern Colorado, who's just had one canceled, and the exception of Montana, that's had two canceled. SAC leads the way. So and Idaho. And Idaho's, and Idaho's had yep, zero yep, canceled, yep. right, which they probably wish they had because they wouldn't be sitting there 0-10. <laughs> no kidding. But uh, – Zero for Idaho, right? I'm just used to seeing zeros next to Idaho. Sorry, that's a cheap shot, Vandal fans, but I don't think we have any listeners. Low blow under the table. Yeah, I don't think I think the one thing the Bobcats and Grizzlies can get uh, can agree on is that they all mutually dislike the Vandals. But that's here nor there. Uh, But in terms of the upcoming schedule, though, Montana State's sitting there at 6 0 in league play. They've done a great job. They've also had four games canceled, including against two of the best teams in the league, Southern Utah and Montana. They play at Weber this week. This is going to be the biggest test Montana State's faced so far. So I'm a buyer on Montana State as a team that can contend for a buy. I don't know if I'm a buyer on Montana State for a team that can contend for the league title. I'll have a better answer for that after this weekend. I agree with that. Actually, the next two weekends for me, they play at Weber State, and then they have two home they, games against Eastern. Eastern. Exactly. So to me, the number, I mean, let's just get into it. If they go 2-2, two and two, they're a contender to win the league because yep. they, they get through their toughest four-game stretch. They... Going two and two, and they have a chance to win out the rest of the way. If they go one and three, I'm with you. I think that it's more of they can get a first round bye. You probably wouldn't want to play them in Boise, and they are in the top four to five in the league. If they go one and three or worse, and you see a team like a Portland State, I don't want to say Montana because everyone in Bozeman already is going to say, well, of course you're going to say that. But sure. if you have that big of a shift in the standing, say the Cats go one and three or 0 oh and four, and Montana right. the next two weekends goes three and one. All right. of a sudden, these standings look completely different. So for the Cats, not to make too much emphasis on it, but these next four games are huge. If you are ready to step into the Big Sky champion conversation, splitting both weekends is probably paramount for Danny Sprinkle's team. And that's exactly right because the Grizz, they still have Weber at home next, week. next weekend. They have the home-and-home home with Eastern Washington. Then they have the Idaho State series as well, and the Cats will have to play Idaho State as well. I have no gauge whatsoever on Idaho State. They're 5 and 3 in league, but a lot of their uh wins haven't been uh, they've been so they got the set, the Weber State games canceled, the Sac State games canceled. They still have to play Idaho um and they still have to play Montana, they still have to play Eastern Washington, they still have to play Montana State. So they still have to play they 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 dodged Weber and they still have to play all the rest of the best teams. I think when Besides you Southern Utah, when yes. you look at the standings yes, cuz those got canceled already. I mean, you, you look at this I <laughs> 
Idaho State, to me, is the biggest surprise. If you just look at the standings sure. right now, if we started Boise tomorrow, Idaho State would get a bye. I mean, they, they've, they've already won more games la- than they did all last year. Uh, of course, and give credit to Coach Looney and the staff over there. Their four on-conference wins are all non-Division One opponents, so they got right. They got healthy a little bit, maybe won a game or two they weren't supposed to, but I would think that they're a team that you kind of look at their remaining schedule of uh, – playing Montana down the road. I think that that could be a, a big-time series. I know we were talking questions and just trying to build it. What's the biggest anomaly in the league? I mean, <laughs> Idaho State's got to be that answer right now, right? Well, unless you believe that Montana State's the biggest anomaly in the league. I don't know if people for, I don't know if people were expected with Harold Frey graduating, Danny Sprinkle in his second year for Montana State to be uh, where they're at right now. But again, there still remains there's so much that remains to be seen. I mean, they Say Montana State had played all 10 games and they were 6-4 and four in league or 7-3 or and three because they did play Southern Utah and Montana. It's a little different spin than being undefeated, but they're still going to be right there in the mix. So they've done a great job of earning uh, the three straight sweeps. It is the Montana Basketball Hour. It's presented proudly by Stockman Bank. Stockman Bank invites you to experience the Stockman difference. As a family-owned community bank with locations throughout Montana, Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means to you is your money stays in the local economy, supporting your friends and neighbors. When you bank at Stockman, you receive personalized customer service, and your phone call is answered by a live person. I can't tell you how good this is. I almost throw my phone out the freaking car door every time I go on there, and it's the automated system. When I just want to have a question about my money, I want to talk to a real person, and you do at Stockman Bank. You literally feel like you're just... You can call up your friend and talk to him. I, right. I can testament to the customer service, and that is what separates Stockman Bank. I mean, Bob will take care of you. Brandon will take care of anybody that answers the phone there. It just feels like a personal conversation. I think that a lot of times when you're dealing with financial info, it can be, you know, maybe overwhelming or just, oh, it seems like a chore. Not the case with Stockman Bank. As Montana's brand is banking, Stockman Bank, proud supporters of both Grizzly and Bobcat Athletics. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking and proud presenter of the Montana Basketball Hour. Okay, so we still, the question number one was, do we believe in Montana State? I think we're leaning towards believing in them, but not. it still remains to be seen. So that's an open-ended question. They haven't played a team yet in the top half of the league. So it, exactly. after these next two weekends, we are going to revisit this. It's so interesting, too, because Eastern Washington, they're the preseason league favorites. We want to believe in Eastern Washington. They're the one three in a row. They're coming off a nice sweep over Sac State. But Eastern Washington also didn't have to play at Weber. Those got canceled. They still have to play at Montana State. They still have to play a home-and-home against Montana. So the jury's sort of out on Eastern Washington, too. Basically, the answer to all these questions is that all the teams that we think probably should, could, and will be the best teams, most of them haven't played each other yet. Exactly, and there's one team in the mix that we have not talked about, and my biggest takeaway from doing the schedule breakdown was this team, and it's the Southern Utah Thunderbirds. Because if you look at what... There's for there's nothing fortuitous about games getting canceled. I want to put that out there before right. people go crazy on me here. But the games that they have had canceled, very beneficial to them. They did not have to go on the road to two of the toughest places to win, Bozeman, and then a weird trip. I know that Idaho State, I mean, just to miss the trip to Pocatello, that's a tough place to go win, too. It because is. it not the most enjoyable place to be for the for weekend. Sure. And for you just sure. got to sit there and isolate in a hotel. Regardless, they get rid of four road games. It doesn't really matter who the road games are against. They missed four road games to Southern Utah. Listen to this remaining schedule. And they're in the catbird seat. They already have six wins to only two losses. They have five straight games at home. They do not leave Cedar City until the final weekend in February and their final three road games 
at NAU, at Portland State, at Portland State. So as far as the schedule is concerned, Southern Utah is set up. They have two home games against Northern Colorado, two more against SAC, one against Northern Arizona, and then at Portland State. You look at the breakdown of the schedule and the standings as well, they don't play one team left that's in the top half of the standings with five straight games at home, and they're already sitting right now in second place. To me, the clear favorite by anything else just by schedule and analysis so far, to me, is Southern Utah for the regular season crown, which is pretty wild to say. But I don't know, Coulter, when you look at just the schedule and everything in between for what's worked out for the Thunderbirds, they're a perfect 9-0 and at home this year, and they have five straight home games. It's setting up for maybe uh, Southern Utah stealing a conference crown on the way out the door. <laughs> and the irony of the whole situation is Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula as well as statewide SWX Montana Television. The irony of it all is that Southern Utah has never been in a good position entering the tournament and then has always put themselves in a great position by wrecking the tournament. And so what are, they, what are they going to do when you have a bite? You don't know. A lot of times when you're in that loser-out mentality right away, I mean, Southern Utah was in that win-or-go-home mentality before the regular season even ended, and they came to Missoula – and ruined senior night for Montana and then went on a little run in the tournament and then we never got to see how it was all going to finish or play out. But, I mean, I, I just think that the buys in the tournament are huge advantages unless you don't know how to deal with the buy. One of the most fascinating things I saw was when, before they gave the top five teams a buy, when it was just the top four, and it used to be that, used to have the 5-12 game and then the, the five seed got to play the 12 and smack them and then they go play the four seed, and those teams would be even. And the five seed won that game three years in a row, including the one that I thought was the one of the um, greatest analyses of what it what maybe uh, when you get drunk on your own self, right? When you when you when when you're feeling yourself, you're feeling the publicity. Idaho State. Idaho State had a great season. All these awards come through. You know, Ethan Telfair's first team all league is the newcomer of the year Bill in the Evans. league. Bill Evans is the coach of the year. They lose by 50 to North Dakota. I'd never seen a team get killed like that. And you had to wonder. It's because they sat in Reno and everybody's shaking their hands and kissing the babies and telling them how great they are for five days. And then all of a sudden they play a team that already played and they get wiped off the map. So maybe Southern Utah never having a bye is a disadvantage. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. Last question, then we got to get out because we got Randy Ray, Weber State head basketball coach, coming on with us here in about, oh, six minutes. But where are we at with Weber State? They've only played six conference games. They've had cancellations um, against Eastern Washington and Idaho State. They still have to play Montana, Montana State, or I guess in the other order, Montana State, then at Montana, NAU, SAC, and Northern Colorado. So it seems like the biggest test, the biggest two, two-week test right now is coming up for Weber this weekend, next week. Without a question, I think Weber is a contender. I think they're a top three team no matter what. And for what Randy Ray has done, I can't wait to talk to him here in a second. They're already sitting at four and two. And these next two, kind of the same strategy we said about Montana State, if they can somehow split these next two weekends, their final three weekends, they play NAU, SAC, and Northern Colorado. That's a chance for them to get hot going into the tournament. I would say this takeaway is that Southern Utah and Weber State are kind of set up, and it's more of Eastern Washington, Montana State, Montana. Jury's kind of still out, but Southern Utah and Weber, to me, are the two that are set up for most success. It is the Montana Basketball Hour We'll get around to where the Grizz fit into this whole mix in a little while as well. But we got to go because Randy Ray is going to join us here in about five minutes, head coach of Weber State Wildcats. The Montana Basketball Hour, proudly presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Stockman Bank, their highly skilled and personal banking staff, is dedicated to making it easy to transfer your accounts and to meeting your overall financial needs. 
blending tradition, Western values with modern convenience and state-of-the-art technology, Stockman Bank provides time-tested products and services from people who truly care about you and your financial success. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. More on the Montana Basketball Hour with Weber State head coach Randy Ray, his team. They play Montana State, double set, Thursday and Saturday. Nuwana is now 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Coulter, obviously, if people are traveling, you got to have them stay somewhere else, not with you. That's true even when COVID isn't going on, and especially now. So you send them out to the Wingate. We know that. That's obvious. What you might not know is about all the meeting space they have out there, convention space, and even personal office space, because God knows I can't stand being with you any much longer. I'm going out there. I'm going to lock up my own personal office at the Wingate. You can do the same thing. If you need a business space, whether it's for yourself personally or or you're just tired of doing Zoom meetings, you just want to see other humans, but you want to be socially distanced, the Wingate has great business meeting rooms. You can space out. They have all the hookups and technology you're going to need for any sort of meeting or presentation. Or if you're like Ryan and you just want to have a place where you can work in peace and quiet, the Wingate Inn also a great option for those that live and work around Western Montana and the city of Missoula. If you have anybody coming through town or you want to get your kids out of the house, Wingate also has awesome rooms, great business rates. The pool is back open. They've done a great job of making sure that's going be safe for you and your family. The Wingate Inn, located in Missoula, it's an excellent option for business travelers, local business people, or anybody coming through the city of Missoula. Let the Wingate Inn make you feel at home even when you're not. Special January promo going on by the Wingate by Wyndham right now as well. If you stay two nights in January of 2021, you get a free growler and a fill card for Big Sky Brewing. Big Sky Brewing just right across the way from the Wingate. So if you book, all you got to do is book through the hotel directly. Google Wingate by Wyndham in Missoula, limited to one free beaker per customer, but stay two nights, January 2021, free growler and fill card from Big Sky Brewing, and tell them Nuana's now sent you. Distractions, can't hear no buzzes and bells, don't see no lights are flashing, plays my sense of smell, always gets a replay. Welcome back, Nuana is now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, statewide, SWX Montana Television, plowing through the Montana Basketball Hour, Riley Corcoran in studio with me, Coulter Duanez. And we got to get right to it because we got a guy that we can, I think we can call him a friend of the show now. He's probably made a half a dozen appearances on the show with us at this point. One of the longest tenured coaches in the Big Sky Conference. One of our favorite guys to talk to. We go to the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. And welcome in Randy Rays, the head coach for the Weber State Wildcats. His men's basketball team hosts Montana State this weekend. And coach, we appreciate you taking some time. How's things going down in Ogden? How you been? You know, we're hanging in there, Coulter. It's, uh, you know, obviously weird for everybody, but uh, it's kind of become new, uh, the new normal, as everybody says. But, you know, we're doing fine. We're just chugging along, trying to hopefully play the next game. That's kind of what you hope for, right? No question. And you, your team, you've gotten six in. You've had a couple canceled. We're not going to dwell on the things that haven't happened, just the things that have. So uh, now you're, you've won three in a row. You're playing pretty darn well these last couple weeks. What, what sort of growth have you seen in your team, and, and how would you just evaluate overall where you're at maybe compared to where you'd like to be at this point in the season? You know, I would say this. that we, we, uh, We're starting to get some rhythm finally. You know, we've played a couple weekends in a row now, and, and that's kind of what we've been missing. You know, we played uh, before Christmas, and then after Christmas we had, <clears throat> excuse me, we had Idaho State cancel and then uh, Eastern Washington cancel. And we played like three games in like, five and a half weeks and uh we just couldn't get any rhythm going and 
you know, it was just, it was strange. You'd play a game and it felt weird and the kids felt weird. And now that we've been able to play a couple weekends in, in a row, it's been, it's helped get us some rhythm, get us some continuity. And we've learned more about our team now that, you know, the more you play, the more you learn about your team. But, but I do like where we're at right now. I think we're, we're really uh, playing together well. Uh, we're sharing the ball. We're moving the ball. Our defense has uh, continued to grow and get better. And I think that just comes from playing more games because, you, you know, you can practice till you're blue in the face, but until you get out on the court and actually play a game, you know, you don't get better. And so we're starting to see some improvement now. We're talking with Randy Ray, the winningest coach in Weber State history, as well as Big Sky Conference history, his 15th year at the helm. And we all know expectations, Coach. Weber State in Montana at the top of the list for the expectation of being towards the top of the league every single year. And so I guess my question for you is with losing great seniors with Jarek Harding, Cody John, and that stellar class from last year, what were your expectations coming into this year? We all know COVID and everything in between threw a wrench in it, but just as far as roster personnel and, and kind of re retooling your your team with losing Jarek Harding and Cody Jong, among others, uh, to try and um, get ready to go this year. What were your expectations entering it? Well, I, I felt good because we uh, we decided to change our roster over, and uh, we we needed to get older. Uh, we just needed to get older. We needed to get bigger. We needed to get better in the post. We needed some more, you know, better basketball players. To be honest with you, we weren't very good last year. And a lot of it is we had some injuries and our younger players had to be counted on and our younger guys weren't ready to play. And so I just decided we're going to go out and we're going to, we kind of jumped into the transfer market and brought in some older kids. Um, and we decided to, to, to make the changes we thought we needed to make. And, and uh, I like this. I like these guys. We are older. We're more mature. Uh, we're bigger. Uh, we're a little longer. Um, we got guys, more guys that are just all around, you know, better basketball players than we had. And, and, uh, the key to the thing was just now that you got, we had nine new guys this year, uh, was to get them on the same page and playing together and playing for each other. Um, and that's, that took a little while and, uh, we got great kids. They're great kids. I really, I, I love coaching them. They're, they're high character. They're tough. They're competitive. Um, but we kind of, kind of got over the last couple of weeks. I felt like we've gotten to the point now where guys are really starting to trust each other. And uh, you know, we've had some more guys scoring in double figures. The ball's moving. Uh, our assists have gone up. Defensively, we're starting to kind of get in tuned with each other. So it just takes a while, you know. And with COVID and everything, and not having as many games, it took us. It, it's taken us a little longer. But I feel like we're we're in the right. We're on the right path now to continue and to make those improvements. Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. Randy Ray joining us. He's the head coach for Weber State. And Coach, you mentioned uh, hitting the transfer market and the, the transfer phenomenon in Division One men's college basketball has been so profound. I know it's been controversial. There's some plus sides and some minus sides to the whole thing. But for you, your program, you've done such a great job of recruiting guys, particularly out of high school and developing them at such a high level. And I know that you guys have produced some of the, the best guys that have come through the league, guys that blossomed into all-time great players. They'll never be forgotten in this league. So what's that process been like for you? What's the learning curve been like kind of addressing the fact that, you know, maybe this day and age, you kind of are required. You almost have to hit the transfer portal. It's you're kind of just on the outside looking in. Yeah, you know, that's such a great point. It's it's changed. The landscape has changed. And, you know, what we found through the last, and we've always, you know, in the past, we've taken, like you mentioned, high school players, developed them, 
brought them through our program, and then they turn out, you know, hopefully to be good players and that type of thing. And then what we found out, though, in the last two to three years, by playing a few younger guys, maybe a few more, a couple freshmen, a few sophomores, the rest of the league was getting old. And they were playing with seniors and juniors, and they were getting into the transfer market. And it was hurting us a little bit, especially if you have a couple injuries to your older guys. Um, so we kind of took the plunge, to be honest with you. And, and uh, we just decided to make that commitment to it. Um, you know, the day, you know, you talk to a lot of people this day and age, and the key to winning college basketball games is getting old and staying old. Uh, because the transfer portal has, has turned everybody into getting old and staying old. So it's kind of like, hey, you might want to keep up with that. And we decided to do it. Now, we we won't totally abandon taking good freshmen. You know, if we find good ones, we'll still do it. But but we will balance it out by by diving into the portal and uh, getting the right kids. And you can there's so many of them in there, you can still find the right guys that fit your culture. And so we got to be careful with that. But uh, but we felt like we did that with this group this year and, and we're going to continue to, to dive in there and, and uh, like I say you just you just got to stay old it's funny because you you look at the Kentuckys and the Dukes right now right and they got all these blue star or five star guys and blue chip players and they're really talented but they're having a little trouble having success right now because the other teams are playing in their league and everybody's older and uh, I heard uh, Coach Krzyzewski say about three weeks ago that they're thinking about changing their, their uh, you know, process and maybe going into the portal because even though they got great young players, they're still young. And when you're playing against old guys night in and night out, experience usually wins it out. It's pretty amazing, too, just to see the landscape, how it has changed. Talk with Randy Ray, head coach of Weber State, winning his coach in Big Sky Conference history. Winners of six of their last seven games, just one loss in the entire month of January. And, Coach, you're the perfect person to ask this question. How would you say that the Big Sky Conference has maybe changed over the last couple years, not only with personnel, with this transfer market and everything in between, but maybe just compare the competitiveness to the league, the parity, everything in between of the last couple of years and where this year kind of ranks in that category. Well, I think it's right there, to be honest with you. It's this thing, you know, our league has gotten very, very competitive and very even throughout the last, you know, I could tell throughout the last probably five to seven years. Uh, and I do think a lot of it's due to a lot of these teams, you know, you get new coaches taking over and, and they're taking transfers. They're taking junior college kids. They're, you know, a lot of programs in our league have a hard time getting really good high school players to come in because of maybe where they're at or whatever uh, they're located or whatever. And I think throughout my years, the last five to six years, I've really seen a difference in more transfers being taken, more junior college players being taken, and that results in teams being older. And I think that has you know, resulted in teams with more parity. Um, you know, you look at teams throughout the, you know, Southern Utah came in and, and Todd went down there and he started taking transfers and they got pretty good and older. And you can go throughout the, the, the course of almost every program. I think it's been a big, uh, a big push for, for bringing in older kids with more experience. And because of that, when you get more teams that have those older experienced guys, you're going to have more parity, you know? And uh, I've always said talent level is not the, the difference between talent level in our league anymore is very, very small. Um, so I've seen it over the last five to six years. It's become an older league, 
experienced league, and they're and top to bottom. And uh, teams that you might say were typically towards the bottom of the league are moving up because they've gotten older guys and and got into the transfers and junior, junior college players. Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. And coach, on that note, then you guys host Montana State on Thursday and Saturday. And Danny Sprinkle in year two, you look at his starting lineup, and four out of the five guys are guys that have been brought in as transfers over the last couple of years, including his outstanding senior backcourt of uh, Amin Adamu and Xavier Bishop, but also Jabril Bella, one of the best big guys in the league. He's a transfer as well, as is uh, Abdul Muhammad, who's a grad transfer. So, uh, But just your overall scout on, on Montana State, what have you thought of what the Bobcats have put together so far, the only team without a league loss? Well, I, I really like the team. You know, I, I think they've got to be kind of all the pieces. When I look at them, the pieces work. You know, they've got a really good dynamic point guard in the Bishop kid. they got a dynamic wing in Adamu. Um, they got a shooter, you know, another shooter at the wing, uh, the freshman kid and another kid off the bench. Uh, they got a four-man that's athletic and long. And they got a uh, five man that's like you said. He's one of the best big guys in the league, and he's he's a dynamic big guy. So they're pieces to me. They just fit for how they want to play, and and they are long, they are athletic, they are aggressive, and they got a nice combination of skill, athleticism, and shooting. And then when you put a big guy in there, you know that you can throw the ball to as a bailout guy anytime you need it. Yeah, it makes for a good team, and they've got a good team. And uh, and again, they're they're experienced. You can tell they. They play with experience, you know. They get down, they don't. They just keep fighting, they come back on you. So uh, I like the team a lot. Danny's done a really nice job putting this one together. Certainly the matchup of the weekend, Weber State and Montana State, two teams in the top four of the league standings. And, Coach, it's a good time, at least kind of halfway through the conference season, to have a gauge on the identity of your team. And I, I'm curious what you feel the identity of your team is this year. I look at it initially and see, I mean, you have the top scoring offense in the league, but the word that comes to my mind is balance. I mean, last year was pretty much a given that Cody John or Jarek Harding was going to lead your team in scoring. You went through a stretch here just recently in the last month where you had five straight games with a different leading score. So balance comes to mind for me, but what else would you say maybe the identity of this year's group is that you have? Yeah, that's what we, we intended to be when we came into the season was, you know, my goal was to have four to five guys in double figures or as much or as close to that as you could get. And that comes from sharing the ball and trusting each other. And, and we're, we're starting to really get that now. And that's been a part of it. But, you know, we've always tried to been down here. We've kind of based our program on defense and rebounding and, and I've been, I've been starting to get more excited about us defensively. We're starting to, to kind of get an identity defensively that we're, we're pretty physical. We've got good size. We've got some guys that are aggressive and, and fairly athletic. So we try to be a little bit disruptive. And we've got pretty good length when we do it. And so to me, I've always wanted our identity to be, you know, we're going to be a tough, we're going to be physical, we're going to be highly competitive and play hard. And we're starting to get that on the defensive end right now and, and, and even rebounding. We've been starting to rebound the ball a lot better. So that's kind of what, you know, we've always tried to be down here. And it's starting to come together. It's not there yet, but we're getting closer, you know, the more games we play. And um, so hopefully that's what it continues to be. Defense is, you know, in my mind, defense and rebounding wins games. And, and we've got to continue to strive to be a really good defensive team. Ray, Ray, joining us, and we'll get you out of here on this, Coach. In your mind, what are the keys? What are you looking for your team in terms of the growth you want to see this weekend, and what will be the what will be the keys to handing Montana State their first conference losses? 
Well, I think it's always, you know, the key for us is always how well we defend, you know, and they've got a lot of weapons. And so we've got our hands full with that. But uh, we've got to lock in on personnel and know who's doing what. We've got to keep this team out of transition. They're very fast. Uh, the Bishop kid is extremely dynamic. So is Adamu. The big kids, they can all run. Uh, we just can't allow easy baskets. We've got to do a great job in transition. We've got to make sure we keep them off the offensive boards and not give them easy baskets on under OB plays and so forth. So if we can, you know, if we can limit them to, to making them work, our whole goal is they got to work for everything they get and make it tough. And, and if we can do that, it should be a good ball game. But, uh, uh, to me, that's always kind of the biggest key. And then offensively, they're really good defensively. Um, they're, they are long. They are athletic. they got a good scheme. And so we've got to really move that ball side to side. We've got to make them go guard on the second side, make them guard on the third side. And then we've got to, you know, our motto here is the, the go-to guy is the open guy. And then we've got to find the open guy and trust it. And, uh, and hopefully we'll do that this weekend. Ray Ray, longest tenured head coach of the Big Sky Conference. Weber State hosts Montana State Thursday and Saturday, 7 p.m. tip, Thursday noon, Saturday. You can find it on Pluto TV. Coach, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for taking some time. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll talk to you next week because I hear you might be coming to Montana. So either way, uh, best of luck this weekend, and we always appreciate having you. Hey, guys, I just hope we play the next game. That's all. You know, regardless of what happens, we just want to keep playing games. I think every coach is in that boat right now. So, We'll knock on wood and keep our fingers crossed that we'll be able to get up there in in a couple weeks. Appreciate it so much, Coach. It is the Montana Basketball Hour presented by Stockman Bank in Montana. Stockman Bank, they invite you to experience the Stockman difference as a family-owned community bank with locations throughout the state of Montana. Stockman Bank is committed to enriching the lives of Montanans and helping communities succeed. What that means to you is your money stays in the local economy, supporting your friends and neighbors. Right now, this time in the world, that's more important than ever. So let Stockman Bank show you the Stockman difference. Stockman Bank, Montana brand of banking. We will be right back with more of the Montana Basketball Hour, except for we're going to talk a little Super Bowl, and we're also... Going to give you some free sandwiches. New on us now, 102.90 ESPN Missoula. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Eighties music for Riley. He's loving it. Absolutely. I hey, only because we had a great guest in Randy. I didn't want to jump in, but in fact, he played a little pinball wizard by the Who going into last segment. Great call, Reese. Gotta love it. New on is now. 1029 ESPN Missoula Statewide. SWX Montana Television. We're plowing through another Montana basketball hour. And if you missed anything in the first hour, we gave you a breakdown, a rundown of the Big Sky Conference as a whole, uh, where we're at with it. And then we also heard from Randy Ray, head coach of the Weaver State Wildcats. His team hosts Montana State this weekend. The Montana Basketball Hour is presented by Stockman Bank of Montana. 
And uh, Riley, you and I both uh, are Stockman Bank customers, and it's been uh, it's been a great move. Uh, they've helped me a ton, particularly with my business, SkylineSportsMT.com. Uh, they've been very not only just uh, supportive in the financial sense of things, but also just from a um, just believing in what we do. And I think that's essential when you're working with bankers and working in the finance industry. So uh, if you haven't, let Stockman Bank show you the Stockman difference today. No doubt about it. And they actually care. That's the difference to me. I mean, you you can kind of see through people when they don't care. Stockman Bank, they uh, they care about what you want to do. It's great conversation back and forth. And again, I, I said it earlier, it's the truth. I feel like I'm just calling up my friend to say, hey, Okay, what do we do here? And they have all the answers for you, Stockman. Absolutely pleased with my decision, no doubt about it. We're going to talk a little bit of Super Bowl. And if you got a Super Bowl party or you need Super Bowl um, hors d'oeuvres or eats, Taglieri, Taglieri Deli in in Missoula downtown, uh, right there on the corner of Beckwith and Higgins, that's where you're going to want to go, I promise. They have uh, the cheese platters that they put together that are super cool. They have a whole great wine selection, but also it's the sandwiches. You're going to want to have a sandwich on the Super Bowl, I promise. And maybe we can get you started. Give us a call right now, 361-3688, 361-3688. And number three, call number three. We're going to give you a $25 gift card to Tagliari Delicatessen right here in Missoula. Today, and they always let us try them, we got the Pixie plus hot Capricola. So the Pixie, I think this is one's going to be a little spicy, right? This is actually one I haven't tried. Pixie is goat cheese, pickled beets, carrots, arugula, and mustard vinaigrette. So uh, we're going to dive into this a little bit because that's what we do. We eat on the radio it's on the only Tuesdays. I'm here. It's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> exactly. Riley comes because he only eats one meal a week. That's why he's so fit. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that looks pretty darn good oh, right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll pass that one Thank over you. your way. And uh, maybe we can try a bite here in a minute. But uh, Super Bowl, what, what's going on? What's going on for your Super Bowl? Obviously, it's been so crazy. We were talking about this yesterday with Ty Gregorak. The fact that we got this, we had, we had Cat Grizz last week and then the cancellation of Cat Grizz. The fact that the conversation in Montana still largely is centered upon football getting. Um, how do you say uh, altered? Altered, <laughs> and, and then uh, the fact that we've had a, a complete surprise coaching search has overshadowed the fact that it's the Super Bowl. This it does weekend. not feel like Super Bowl week for a lot of different reasons, and it just goes to show you again how Montana is special and unique. Yeah, we'll get to the Super Bowl, and this is a great place to dive into it. As far as Super Bowl plans. I have none. This is like the first time in a while because we're coming back from Portland. I was going to say, you'll probably still just be getting back from Portland, Yeah, right? I think we're getting back 2, 3 in the morning, something like that, because we're oh, bussing man. it now. So that'll be always fun. Saturday matinee, bus all the way back, crossing my fingers for good roads. But I have no plans right now. And with everything in between, I'm so looking forward to this game. And I know we're going to dive into it a little bit now, but even more in the 5 o'clock hour. But uh, I'm starting to get excited about it. It, it seemed that... With no media day and just the differences because of a COVID mm-hmm. year, of course, mm-hmm. that the teams, well, Tampa Bay's obviously there, but Kansas City is not going to get there until Friday. Right. So it's just a little bit weird as far as maybe the hype leading up to it. You Normally when you flip on TV or the radio, every show is there sure. on site in Tampa this week. So maybe that's another reason why it feels like it's slow to get into it. But we have a dynamite matchup. I mean, as Great far matchup. as present... For a pass versus present, future of the league uh, against the, the, the GOAT. I mean, what more could you really ask for? But what I'm more intrigued about, and I know you get this too, more than just the quarterbacks. 
the the individual matchups that we're going to see with what Tampa's defense has done against Kansas City, to me, that's the biggest matchup of them all. And uh, I'm excited for it. How about you? You got any plans? Um, I, I don't have any plans quite yet. We've been kind of playing it by ear. It is... Uh, my roommate's got a birthday this weekend, too, Ooh. so we're going to probably be celebrating that a little bit Good as thing well, it's so. a 4.30 kickoff. Yeah, Sunday. exactly, right? No <laughs> question. Uh, but I'm so to cover some of the basketball games we got going on this weekend, too. I'm really excited to see Montana State versus Weber State. I think that's the best matchup in the league when it comes to the men's side of things, so uh, we'll dive into that. But um, it's going to be – I think that the the well-known parts of this matchup are have already been well-publicized. Andy Reid having a chance to add to his legacy. Tom Brady having a chance to win another ring that will make him have more rings than any franchise in the history of the NFL. Patrick Mahomes affirming the the, pro, the prodigy that he is. But the number one thing that I think hasn't gotten enough play yet is that Eric Fisher, starting tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs, who is an outstanding player and a former number one overall pick, he tore his Achilles. That's going to cause a reshuffling on Kansas City's offensive line. Tampa Bay's pass rush ate Green Bay alive Ask last Aaron year. Aaron Rodgers how he feels, no doubt. Exactly. So then where are we at with the offensive line in that matchup against the outstanding uh, front for the Tampa Bay Bucks? I think that's definitely one to watch as well. But uh, I, I think that um, with all these Super Bowl upcomings, I know that people are tired of sitting around and whatever, but I'm sure we're going to see some pretty unique ways of celebrating the big game and, and getting into all of it. But um, – I'm so interested to see the, the differences in, in everything. The presentation of the game, what the atmosphere is like. They are going to allow 22,000 people to go. All of them vaccinated healthcare workers that are uh, getting a chance to go as sort of a thank you for being on the front lines. So what's the atmosphere like with that? Uh, what's the halftime show like? What's the commercials like? All of the presentation of the whole game, it's going to be different than any of the previous 54 Super Bowls we've ever seen. So uh, I'm just excited to see just how different it is. We're going to get into the business side of this thing because right now, right after this, it is a uh, our every other Tuesday segment, a business angle with Justin Angle. He's a business professor at the University of Montana. We're going to talk about this phenomenon that has been GameStop and just what it means for business and the stock market and just the transparency of American finance at large. And then also we're going to, of course, talk about the Super Bowl, the commercials, and all the other financial elements that go along with it business angle every other Tuesday analyzing the overlay of sports and business hour one in the books been the Montana basketball hour presented by Stockman Bank of Montana Stockman Bank as Montana's brand of banking Stockman Bank is proud to sponsor both Bobcat and Grizzly Athletics University of Montana and Montana State University they thank all the players and coaches that have been trudging through this basketball season for all their hard work and dedication and for giving us something to cheer for. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. We'll be back with the Montana Basketball Hour next week. Our one of the books, Hour 2, coming at you hot. Justin Angle, a new Angle podcast right after this. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 